Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Lisa Jones, the founder of LR Coaching, public speaker and is a certified holistic life, leadership and wellness coach. And she focuses both on women and men who are in a transitional period in their life, wanting to experience major shifts in their health, career, business or relationships. Lisa, fantastic. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mark. It's an honor to be here with you. Well, thank you for being here. So can you expand a bit more? You know, where are you today with your business? And who is it that you love to work with? Where am I today? Um, I am at a place where I feel absolute gratitude every day to be where I am and loving what I do and doing what I love as a coach. Uh, what was the second part of the question? Who? Who do you love to work with? Who is your who do I love to work with? Clients that you love to help make a difference. Yeah. So you had mentioned that transition. So my clients that really fire me up are when they can give a hell yes I'm in because they know they're at this place where I can see something or I taste something. I just don't know how to get there. And so those are the clients that really fire me up. After we have that conversation, they're like, yes, finally, somebody understands me and where I am and where I want to go. And that's where we get started. There we are. That that hell yes is so, so super important. How do you how do you navigate through this? Because it can be so frustrating when you know the value that you can bring and you can see so much from your expertise. And when people aren't quite problem, solution aware, and seeing where they are, what is it like when you finally hear those people say, ah, yes, now I see it. What was that like? Oh, gosh. I. It's almost like you want to grab that out of them right there and say, write that down and send it to me. Because I want you to remember what just came out of your mouth. And sometimes I actually, I, I do, I challenge them to write it down and send it to me because Mm. you have to remember where you were when you started to where you are now and the growth that you've had, uh, the transformation that you've had. Mm. So this, this transformation that you help your clients work through sounds like Mm -hmm. this absolutely lights you up, but what, Mm -hmm. what was it that made you decide in the first place? Yes, this is, this is the business that I want to be in. What was that moment or moments? if you can remember, that was, yeah, here's where I'm going. 
Oh, I remember exactly when it happened for me. So I was, I had left corporate. I made the decision. I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, raise my children, freaked my husband out. But I said, it's going to be fine. We're going to get through this. Uh, And so I had that part-time business, primarily in the wellness industry for about 15 years. And what happened was he wound up losing his job two times in five years because he was in the IT industry. And the first time he was like, oh, I think, you know, I want you to consider going back to corporate. And my kids were always my priority and I just wasn't feeling it. The second time he said it, though, I was like, OK, I need to listen to this. We're in partnership here. This is important. I need to hear what he's saying. And so I did my research. Because a friend of mine had said, you are already coaching. You just need to go get those letters behind you. And I wasn't really familiar with the coaching world. And when I found a place where I wanted to study and learn and read about it, I felt like, okay, the skies opened up, the hallelujah moment came in for me. And was it an investment? Hell yes, because I'm not doing a weekend cert. I did a six-month study first and then a one-year master life study after that. So I knew, and I had to go to him and I had to say, just like our clients, like, honey, I know where we are right now. This is going to be a pretty big investment. He trusted me. And that was the beautiful thing. And and I just went in, no holds barred, and fell in love with what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, again, my community around me saw the passion and the fire that I wanted to share. And that allowed me to launch from that. Yeah, that that place there, having the as you, as we all go through these certifications and programs and the learning and finding our modalities, but I think mm-hmm. the biggest thing there, the letters behind names mean nothing. It's mm-hmm. how we're able to apply this. It's the community mm-hmm. that we meet along the way that mm-hmm. can sometimes be so much more beneficial and really help us to to get there quicker. So, what was it like as you found your? your communities, your people who are going through the same thing, learning and cheering each other along. Uh, that was a beautiful experience. You're talking about finding your tribe. <laughs> That's really kind of what you're, what you're talking about there. That was, it was uh, amazing. Some of us still keep in touch and yeah. uh, you know, I've been in masterminds that lasted from, cause you don't, we as coaches, you know, we don't stop. We have coaching budgets. We understand what it feels like to have a coach. Mm. That's very important in order for you to be able to share what is it about coaching for somebody that has no idea what coaching is. We can speak to it because in order to coach, you should have a coach. And the I have met people that we will keep in touch for the rest of our lives. And I think that's beautiful, even though, you know, one might be in New York, one's in California, uh, one could be in Germany. And that's that's our story. And it, it's been a great experience. Love that. So as you started to obviously come through this and you had everything that you needed to build your business and then obviously taking those steps and actually being in business and doing it, what was it like? Actually, let's talk about the, the maybe the, the contrast, maybe the contradictions, thinking what it's going to be like to go into business. And then once you're in there as the solopreneur, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've not got to do all these other things. I I was kind of warned or maybe I wasn't or I wasn't told that 
I don't get just just to do the job, the amazing thing that I'm good at. I get to, I have to wear all these other hats. What was that like as you started to to build your business? You know, it's not uncommon that we hear the word balance and you have to find that balance that works for you again in the coaching and the business of coaching. So your calendar is okay. These hours are dedicated to consultations. These hours are dedicated to coaching and these hours are dedicated to the business. Mm. And so that's how I transitioned into making it work for me while raising children. And that's what I think the beauty of entrepreneurship is. But knowing those categories, the way you put that is so simple. There's the coaching and there's the business of coaching. There mm -hmm. is you know, the, the job that we get to do once mm -hmm. someone's paid the money, once they mm -hmm. say yes to our services. That's the job. Mm -hmm. We get to do right. that. There is the business, which is everything that brings in money, anything that right. brings in the sales, the revenue, the clients. And then there is everything else, <laughs> all mm -hmm. the other stuff. So there's kind of three aspects that, that we all have. The job, mm -hmm. the, the, the sales, and then everything else. And oh mm -hmm. my gosh, the everything else can sometimes be, take, be distracting and take our focus. How are we able to sort of manage that to start with? Or did you, was it like, yeah, I made some mistakes along the way and it was good, but it allowed you to build. What, what was that like? You know, I hear you say how you're in partnership with Katie and my husband has been so supportive along the way and he happens to have an IT background. So I joke and say he's my CIO, right? But that is so helpful because that's his wheelhouse. He understands technology mm -hmm. way better than I do. And so it is a team and a collaborative effort in that respect. Same with the accounting aspect of it. Mm. That is a collaborative effort between he and I. And, um, you know, that is switching to, oh, uh, we've been doing our taxes ourselves. No, that's probably not a good idea anymore. We need to get an accountant because we're running a business. And yeah. I say we, even though it's my business, it, you know, he's just behind the scenes, but we're in partnership in this business. So growth pains, heck yes. Peaks and valleys, heck yes. Uh, I feel extremely blessed that, you know, I've never had zero, but I've come close to zero clients and, you know, peaks and valleys, we're on, we're on the entrepreneur roller coaster and you got to be able to ride it. Nice. Well, what was maybe a challenge that you, on this journey that you never saw coming, that was like, when it arrived, like, oh, this is new. Oh, wow. What was that like? Probably the, you know, the first time that you get, there's, you're close to like zero revenue coming in, that, that was new. Mm. That was okay. new because when I, because, you know, I did have my coach say, you made what in your first year? Because I had a good first year and, uh, and that's the newness of it all. And that's the newness of uh, you have those people that know you 
already. You have that trust factor already. So it wasn't as much of a have to go out and create the client, you know, the client creation, right? Because the client creation (laughs) was around you and aware of what you were doing just by conversation. So after that was done, say, then, okay, that's, that's the challenge. Oh, I have to meet people that don't actually know me. <laughs> yeah, I think that, let's just pause there. That's a beautiful moment. I love that you shared that because that, well, within our pool, within our, our, our ecosystem, there's all this low right. hanging fruit. There's all the, the things that we've cultivated and it's such, it can give a sort of a false, false positive, a false reading of, oh, this, this business stuff, it's so easy. I put myself out there and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, oh my gosh, I, I would love to, I, I thought you'd never ask. There's the, the, right. the offering. And then without filling up your, your pipeline, without improving and growing your audience, it can be, we find it time and time again, that level of, oh, it was working. Why is it not working? And it's kind of an interesting sort of place to to be. So you experienced that. Maybe at the time you didn't realize why. Now you can look back and realize, oh, it's just it was the pool that I was the, mm. that we were we were fishing in, and without the, the the systems in place to bring more more people in or go out, it kind of paused. And then you got to build up a new skill as you build mm. forward. So what was that like as you realized, saw that, and had to do things maybe slightly differently and do the marketing and the business side of it. Right. So that was a, again, I love uh, crisis is not necessarily the enemy. It's actually an invitation. You've probably heard that. And so that kicks you, it's your own uh, kick in the ass, basically. Get up, get out of the office, go to, whatever you feel like you have to go to and start mm. meeting new people. Mm. So it's your own, you know, as you said, you're the only problem you'll ever have. And we're also the only solution. So when those things, when those things happen, you know, just like we want our clients to get into action, it's us getting into action as well. Yeah. And when we had to get into action, what, what was the, what was the, maybe the blind spot or the barrier that you, I mean, were you like, yeah, I get to go out there and meet all these new people and, and, and talk and, and sell and have conversation and make invitations. Or was there a part of you that was like, I don't want to do that. It's new. Where were those nuances coming into play that you could see? Ah, maybe, maybe looking back, you can see it now that those things that you didn't want sure. to made it. Sure. Start. Uh, you know, you get to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Like, let's say chamber meetings. You know, I don't know if you've heard of the Chamber of Commerce or not. Yeah. And most people say, have you joined the chamber? Okay, so I went to a few, but that in my heart and in my intuition, it didn't feel right to me. It didn't, didn't work for me. So mm. I'm not a chamber person, right? But, you know, a women's networking meeting who has a happy hour at 5.30 uh, plus business building topics, that feels better for me. Mm. So it's just the, it's your, again, it's your growth opportunity. What works best for you in that networking marketing aspect of who you are and what you have to offer. I love that you dropped that in. What works best for you? Because that, that's a nuance yes. that's, 
it can be easily missed. Of course, everything's better at happy hour with a margarita, right? That's kind of, <laughs> that's, that's the rule. But it's, yeah, for some people, the, 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 these big organizations are super. For others, like, I don't know what it is, it doesn't work. For some people, social media is a great place to be out there. And the, the ads or the organic, it works. Some people, yeah. it's Facebook. Other people, it's TikTok. LinkedIn, it's, there are all these different pl- podcasts. Oh, my gosh. It's a fantastic right. tool. But you're right, finding the right one for you. So right. what was it? Where did you start to realize where you were maybe out of alignment where do you start to realize that oh this this isn't right and i get to find my own way what was that moment like they're always really wonderful to step into recognizing this is an area that is an area of growth for me you know mm. you gotta go you gotta step out i i'm asking my clients take the step take the first step so i have to do the same thing Okay, I learned 60 seconds is not enough time for me to make a connection with somebody at all. Yeah. So that didn't work for me. I went, was I uncomfortable? Yes. Did I feel rushed? Yes. And also uh, standing up in front of a group of people and just saying something for 60 seconds, that's not the same as just, you know, being around and being in conversation with people Mm. that's where connection starts to happen you know i'm not saying that those 60 seconds can't work for people because you could say one thing in that 60 seconds where that that possibly in that room someone could connect again just for me that wasn't the place and um but i i still went and i learn and i grow yeah that you brought back a memory for me of my I think it was the BNI, there was a, like a 60 second introduction when I first went to there a meeting. Go. And right. I was, it was interesting because I was just at that point of our growth that everyone came up and said this, the same thing. My name's duh, duh, duh. I help yeah. people to duh, 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 duh. This is what we do. I do this. I do this. The end. And it's kind of dry. Some good speakers there, but it's everyone sits down and waits for this, the, the introductions to, to end. My take right. was, and Looking back now, it's like, oh, I can see how my, my career evolved because be you. How can you bring in a little bit of, of you into this? And so I took the angle of, I went completely AWOL. I went big. You know, and the speech, I can, I can still remember it. It was drilled into me to make an impact, to be completely different. Because I wanted to leave that with people going, who is that guy? I, maybe I don't even know what he does, but oh my gosh, I need to talk to him. That's, okay. that is how could I bring it more me I remember right. a guy come after and saying yeah I, I don't know what it is but tell me what you do again ah. that for me was beautiful so find the right media medium platform space but being yourself and bringing your personality into it I think is super crucial yeah exactly exactly so where do you let's fast forward to to today so with this knowledge and obviously you you're loving business making an impact where is it that you're finding oh this is the i've hit this new level i've hit this this next bit what's the new challenge that you're kind of finding yourself at right now uh, so one coach 
that I worked with recently said, you know, Lisa, you really have a boutique coaching practice going. So I'm not into a large number of clients. I'm more into the high fee, high performing clients. So they take a little bit longer to uh, create. So, but I'm okay with that. Oh, so you know, it's the, the I am not, yeah, I'm not really uh, pressed for, I don't need a large number of clients to be working with at one time, right? I know what feels comfortable to me for right. what I consider my practice full, but whomever I'm working with is a gift at the time. And so I guess within the last year, you know, I'm, I'm at my highest fees right now. I feel good about it. Uh, that can be challenging for a lot of coaches to be able to speak a higher fee. That doesn't mean that I'm, you know, if I really want to work with somebody and they just can't come up with that, we're going to come up with some payment arrangements or something so that we can get started and I can support them as long as they're a hell yes, I'm in, as long as I feel like it's a good fit. If they, you know, you understand that from the initial consultation, if there's just something where they can't see the investment in themselves, that's not a good fit for me. Yeah. Nice. And it sounds like this kind of leads into your personality that you, you know, yeah, 60 seconds isn't long enough to get to know someone. It is, you enjoy having the conversations, you enjoy building the relationships. And that yeah. is what your level of clients want or need, or they want to see before they maybe, maybe work with you. Yes, I'll do an introductory 60-minute uh, initial consultation. I don't, I don't charge for my initial consultation. So, mm. and, and 60 minutes is plenty of time to really, for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So what, what's, where's your focus? What's, where is your business going? What do you, what do you actually want? What do I really want? So uh, my daughter's getting married in the south of France next year. And she has been over there for two years already. And looks like they will probably start their married life over there. So, you know, I want to be able to support our household enough where if I've got to be in the Mediterranean for a month or two so that I can have time with not only my daughter and my future son-in-law, but future grandchildren. Yeah. That's what I want to go for. <laughs> and I've already told my husband, well, if this is the way it's looking, this is the way we need to go. <laughs> nice. And so your business is perfectly aligned to be able to fund that, to fuel that, to provide that with, obviously with, in this modern day and age, we, we chat offline about you know, social media, the pros, the cons, the connectivity. It sounds like this is, exactly what you need this is going to be able to to fuel this yes it absolutely does oh fan fantastic well look yeah. Lisa, i wish you all the best because it's fantastic to hear you talk about you know, from the start to where you're going and all these sort of dramas and ah oh, in between i've loved this it's been so fun to just play around with you thank you so much ah oh, thanks mark i appreciate the time you're so so welcome and yeah, if people want to find out more about about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? It's uh, www.lisarjones.com.
there you go everyone go check that out and thanks again this has been an awful lot of fun thanks mark i appreciate it you're welcome Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.